Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. All right, everybody, welcome. This is Films in Black and White, a podcast that looks at movie news, pop culture news, news from around uh, really Hollywood and, and, and everything. So uh, we appreciate you taking some time out to listen to us. I'm Doug. I'm Marcus. And we're going to take a look at and kind of dive into movie news. So, yeah. Welcome to episode three, Revenge of the Podcast. It is Revenge of the Podcast. It is Revenge Possibly of the Podcast. Possibly the best episode of all Star Wars series. It's top two. Okay. Top two for sure. So you're really excited about this episode of the podcast then? There's a lot of news. Yes. This is like the one that you wait for. You're like, oh, that last episode was really good, but I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it is Revenge of the Podcast because we had like 28 people listen to episode one and only Mm -hmm. nine people listen to episode two. So So now we're mad, bitches. Joke's on you, suckers. Yeah. Get your lives together. He said suckers. I said bitches. Sorry if there's children in the car. Well, they'll have to deal. It's too late. Just listen. Spoiler free. And you can R. subscribe. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on, um, yeah, we'll go through all of them, but we're we're on a couple of different venues, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure the subscribe button exists on at least both of those. So and You're just not hitting them, which means right. you're stubborn. Just push it. It makes it have better for all of us. So, so this is a better... Push this <laughs> Push it real good. Yeah, um... So this is the episode where we dive into movie news, movie headlines, things that we've seen from around the internet and around Twitter, just what we've kind of gathered and what interests us. So, uh, Marcus, what news do you have? It's a lot. Okay. Um, there is a lot that we could dive into. I'll start with some things that I've been watching. Sure. Um, uh, last night, I got to finish the Crisis on Infinite Earths, nice. which is the DC version of, it's DC TV. So it's like on the CW, it's The Flash. It's the crossover between The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, um, Batwoman, and Black Lightning. And so all of these heroes come together. And so it has additional heroes like Superman um, and Lois Lane and like all of that good stuff. Um, And they did the Crisis on Infinite Earths where the Anti-Monitor kind of comes in and destroys all of the multiverse and all that stuff like that. One of the highlights, and once again, this is a spoiler-filled podcast, okay? So if you have not seen it and are interested in seeing it, I recommend that you leave now. Are you still here? That means you're interested in the spoiler. And then here we go, okay? Um, so the, the way that it kind of goes is the Flash is um, Oliver Queen essentially dies, um, because they're ending Arrow after this season. This is the final season of Arrow. And um, in this episode, Arrow becomes Spectra, the Spectre. Um, oh, sure. And so to get revenge and try to help out against the Anti-Monitor. Um, in that process, um, Oliver's trying to reach Barry in, the, in like the Speed Force. And they have this scene where uh, um, Barry's looking at the camera, which is, Grant Gust- which is played by Grant Gustin. He's looking at the camera and he says, who are you? What is going on? Like, where am I? And so they show out, they zoom out of the camera and they show who it is. And it's fucking Ezra Miller. Oh, from, man. It's, it's the DC Movies Flash. Okay. And he's in his Flash costume. Huh. And he is, um, he is playing Ezra Miller. He's playing the Flash. He's like, who are you? Dude. And so he was like, I'm the Flash. And he was like, the Flash. Because you have to remember, Ezra Miller has not named himself in the movies. He just knows that he runs really fast. Oh, yeah, that's so right. He have, so he was like, the Flash, the Flash. 
the Flash. I like that. And so um, he was like, so you don't know what has happened? Da, da, da. They have this good, yeah. real cute exchange about their um, their costumes or their uniforms. And he was like, Grant Gustin's like, yours look really lightweight and breathable. And yeah. he was like, well, yours looks really like heavily armored and protective. Sure. And so they give this little thing. He was like, am I in a cosplay? And he was like, no, I'm the Flash. He's like, I'm the Flash. And it ends with Ezra Miller fading out of the Speed Force. And was like, I told Vic that this was possible. And it just, he fades out and that's the end of the Dude, that's nuts. That. That's really cool. Yeah. And that's a big deal for DC too, because yes. it means that they're actually taking their um, movies and actually having them exist in yeah. their TV universe too, which Marvel never really did. There was some suggestion that they existed in the cinematic universe, but yep. you know, you never ever saw a hero from... You know, any of those movies appear in like Daredevil or Iron Fist right. or anything like that. So that's a pretty big deal for and, for and them. Like, so DC has never dived this. D- DC is the comic book that if you want to do multiverse, it, it you can do it here. Sure, because there are a plethora of worlds and Earths that DC has established in the comic books that you can very much so do this and it's fine. Yeah, um, and it makes sense, and you don't have to really overthink anything like. It is, it's a thing so you introduce that it is possible to cross connect because they even had the DC Titan show from the DC app they appeared in the Crisis of Infinite episode, uh, Crisis of Infinite Earths episode 2 as well in the beginning as they showed the various worlds like disappearing they had the 80's Batman with Michael Keaton world exists in this universe they had all the various things that you could think of so I would recommend go watching it um, you can watch it on the CW app for free yeah. um, it just has like commercials like you would on TV but go watch it that's really really cool um, since we're talking about things that we're watching, if I can recommend um, The Witcher on Netflix. Got it. Witcher is, it's really, really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. So my entry point for The Witcher was I played The Witcher 3, which is uh, Witcher 3 Call of the Wild on PS4. Um, I really like the story. I really like their, their world. Um, and speaking of Superman, Henry Cavill plays Geralt, The Witcher. Mm. And I, he nailed it, man. Like, he just had that, that home run. Um, and it was really, really cool to see just how they did the show. I think if you're the type of person who really, really likes to have... Um, if you're the person who likes The Witcher, if you're the person who likes Game of Thrones, this is a great show for you to pick up and something really, really cool that you can, um, you can dive into. So uh, highly recommend The Witcher. It is on Netflix. That's the only place that you can get it. Um, but definitely worth... Um, checking out and season two's already been announced and they're they're excited about it and you're already starting to get some leaked secrets about season two so that super cool good. I haven't even dived into that one yet yeah so. yeah Henry Cavill's one of my favorites so I don't know what that looks like so um, just kind of update people on while we're sticking in this while, while I'm sticking in this DC universe um there is some Batman news that came out and they have started recording. Um, since the last episode, we had some hit, um, held back Batman news just for time purposes and everything like that. But, um, there has been some Batman news that has been released. Um, there's confirmation on the suit. Um, that looks like the Bermejo Bermejo. Um, look, if you don't know, the comic is called Batman Noel and you can refer back to that. That is kind of essentially where they're getting the idea for the suit. Um, that this is, it's black. Um, the suit huh. is intentionally supposed to look blue in some scenes, though. Like so, like that hint of blue in it. Sure. Um, it does have the white glowing eyes, and also has some scenes with Patton's actual eyes. And then the symbol is the rebirth symbol. It has the it's a Batman symbol with a yellow outline, and we should probably be seeing that soon. Along with that, that's really cool. Yeah, along with that, he's clean shaven for the film. You know, they really do the stubble look usually. Yeah. But he's clean shaven. Interesting. Um, which would be good for the cow. You really get to look at that. You know, the Batman chin 
is very essential to who For Batman sure. is. Yeah. So you'll get to see that. And then um, Rob is bulking up. Um, it'll be a slimmer, leaner Batman as opposed to the ben- Batfleck that we saw, which was you mean the, super you mean CrossFit Batman? Yeah, he was huge. He was, <laughs> he huge. was just yoked. Yeah, they, well, he had to be yeah. the, the, Superman's ass, but um, he'll be ripped, <laughs> but he'll be more lean um, and it's good. So they're already filming in like London and all these other places. They say that yeah. the Batmobile is more of a sports car than it is a tank this time around. Oh, sure. Yeah, so that's, that's cool. just some of that Batman news just to kind of, you know, put on your radar and keep a, keep an eye out for. Yeah, and the other thing is is that you can follow like all sorts of places like um, Screen Rant or Not Another Pod on Twitter and they've been able to release some pictures, some set photos and some things like that and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty excited about it. I think I'm very curious to see what storyline they go with for that one. I mean, they could do... It seems like they're going to do the long Halloween, which I'm on board for. It would be really cool. Um, But again, with the not stubble look and making him a little bit leaner, are they going the route of maybe a younger Batman? So is it somewhere shortly after like a year one timeline? So um, it'd be really cool to kind of see what they do with that and and just how things look on that front. So... um, in addition to being able to see that type of information, this week we got the first look at Morbius. That's right. So, first off, I just want to take a minute really and say uh, props to Jared Leto. He killed hell, it, man. Hell of a bounce back. Right, no kidding. I mean, he went from weird Joker to, I mean, crushing Michael Morbius in this. I mean, the look is awesome. He's He definitely dove into that character and, and, and went in head first on it. Um, I love the look of him as a vampire. Um, and there's some really cool stuff just in this trailer. Mm-hmm. First off, um, the poster of Spider-Man in the trailer mm-hmm. with murder spray, murder spray painted over it. Um, there's some wondering if Sony's just trolling everybody because they said it was a screenshot from Spider-Man on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, or are they saying that this Morbius exists in Sam Raimi's universe because he was wearing the Sam Raimi costume? Um, there's some people who have... Well, a lot of time on their yeah, hands, and yeah. they definitely zoomed in on that to, to get a two-minute trailer. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but I think the coolest thing about this is Michael Keaton's Vulture right. appeared shortly after the credits, kind right. of of that trailer, right. um, and that has some huge implications for the movie. It has some huge implications for the franchise. Um, well, I have an update. It kind of gives you some direction on where they're going, and I sure. think the, ru- uh, the rumor mill and the scuttlebutt is. Uh, this is going to be a they're leading to a Sinister Six movie, which I, think, I would be absolutely on board for. I'm absolutely. I think it's well overdue to have a Sinister Six, Sinister Six movie. I think that you had to plan that properly based off of Spider Man's age as well. I think yeah. that matters. You can't have a young young Spider Man having these battles. Spider Man has had to endure a little bit. Yeah. And I think after the last Spider Man um, sequel, the one with uh, Matt um, Matt Holland. The one with uh, <laughs> Tom Holland. The one with Tom Holland. I think you gave him a little. You're going to give him a little bit more rough, um, a little bit more. He's experienced. He's you know built, felt betrayed, and all that stuff like that. Yeah. That is somebody I want to see face the Sinister Six. A more confident Spider-Man who's been oh, in for, it sure. for a while. Yeah. Um, facing the backlash, seeing the Sinister Six, and they maybe having that as a redemption story. Um, but the news on the street. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. 
Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. That I heard was that um, the MCU, when like when Marvel makes a movie, it won't affect the side characters like Venom and Morbius. But when Sony makes a movie, I mean, it will affect the side characters and the side story. But when Sony makes a movie, it won't really have an effect on the MCU. Hmm. So it's kind of like having a side story on a video game where, yeah. like, oh, this is cool. Like, like this side, happened. Like but side quest. A side quest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no, we're going to take a little sabbatical. And Tom we're going to spend gonna some time on Morbius. Come over here. Yeah. So I'm on board for that, though. Like, I don't hate that. No, I don't If anything, it it's going to give us more content in between these major, you know, Thanos-level type events where they, there's stuff that they have to deal with or, you know, major things that come up. Up, but my question right. is, is that does this mean that like things like Far From Home and things like Homecoming, are they going to have to be bigger incidences to what, like what's the main storyline then for Spider-Man? Does oh, that make sense? I think it's him what's getting the main caught. Quest, it's him getting caught because they're throwing, according to the rumor mill, there's a lot of things that they're, they're throwing monkey wrenches into, right? And so some of that is introducing a real Mary Jane and not going with the MJ. Oh, sure. That was something that came up. And so, like, what does that look like for Spider-Man? I think his main mission right now is figuring out I'm not a murderer. Oh, sure. Or he doesn't go to court, they prove it wrong, or whatever the case may be, and it goes into the story of we hate Spider-Man, which is, excuse me, the typical story of Spider-Man. Like, we don't like Spider-Man, he's a menace to the city, J. Jonah Jameson gets that through people's head, and maybe Tom Holland does reveal himself or keeps himself revealed just like Iron Man did. Yeah. And we watch him trying to balance being a hero and being a kid, which is a little bit more realistic that how well can people keep a secret identity, because none of the Avengers have secret identities. No, they all who are, they they basically are themselves out in reality, so... But when you go to the DC universe, all of these people... Have, have secret, secret identities. identities and secret lives. Right. Huh. So how does that work in the real world aspect that Marvel is trying to kind of apply? But Marvel, right. to me, Marvel is more pop. It's very yep. Ariana Grande. Yep. It's like, it's very pop <laughs> Can it be pop something music. other than Ariana Grande? You want Miley Cyrus? <laughs> no. Uh, so which one you want? I would love to see Spider-Man on a wrecking ball. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, but, and then to me, DC would be very rock and roll. And the opposite, when you look at Suicide Squad... The yeah. darker tone of Batman. I watched Shazam this past weekend. Yeah. Not impressed. Really? Not impressed at all. I haven't all. seen it yet. Story took too long to get started. But like ev- the way that everybody hyped it up, I still think Suicide Squad was a better movie than than Shazam was. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because there, Shaz- there are parts of Suicide Squad that I really, really like. And there are other parts of Suicide Squad that I did not care for. Right. So, right. Um, but then again, I haven't seen Shazam yet. So maybe that'll be something I do if I can get into it this weekend. Yeah. Um, we can talk about on a future episode. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting to see. But I definitely agree with your... I think especially since... Um, I think especially since Joker being a DC movie... And you and I said this after we saw Joker, they are going to be your punk rock, grittier type of... That's right. I think they're finally starting to be able to figure out their identity a little bit. Um, So I think if they can continue on that trend, um, it'll kind of go in the right direction. So I agree. But either way, Morbius looks... the Morbius trailer, right? Yeah, Morbius looks super, super cool. um, And I'm genuinely excited to, to see that one. I think they said that was like July 2020. So genuinely excited to see what comes of that. I did love... 
in the Morbius trailer, I think what was underrated about it, the music. Yeah. I think that the music for the trailer, it being a combination of a symphony, scary, punk rock, vampire tone, they really set that, your music matters in a film. Oh, absolutely. And Jared Leto, I think he did a great job in playing and looking at the role of Morbius. Mm-hmm. This tie into the Vulture is great. They also said Doc Ock is also a possibility in this film oh, as wow. well. So like, I think that the music though, go back and listen to the symphony yeah. and like how they change it and how they critiqued it. You mean for release by Beethoven? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean yeah. it's a classic rich guy song. So right. I'm glad that they they played Remixed that and, yeah. Yeah, and, and had that there. And you're absolutely right. Music absolutely matters in movies. It mm-hmm. helps set the tone. I mean, again, I, I hate to go back to, to Joker and, and more on that in a second, but like that score was awesome. Yes. That score, that that deep, echoey cello and, yeah. and how it set the tone and it was paired so well. I mean, it matters and it really, really matters for the direction and where you're going. And um, in some cases, it can inspire an actor to make certain decisions where they didn't make them before. So I think it's absolutely a good decision and where they're at so but morbius was my trip my my more of my news what else do you have um i christian bell is in talk to join thor love and thunder oh yeah i um, saw that yeah there's and and like the options that people have for it they have pretty interesting options and i think once it's revealed who he's playing will tell a lot into the storyline because christian bell doesn't just join Oh, these films like this. No, he's a character actor. Right. So I'm curious to see There's two options. what character he's going to take on. They, You know, one they said the God Butcher. Okay. The other one was Mephisto. Okay. And I would not be mad at either one, because, only because in the future, if he's Mephisto, I honestly want to see Mephisto going versus Doctor Strange, and I would love to see a Cumberbatch versus Christian Bale, Mephisto, Doctor Strange team up or... Man, that Talk, would conversation, be conversation, dialogue, whatever. That would be that'd crazy. be a pretty incredible battle. Yeah, between those two to figure that type of stuff out. Yeah, I would be genuinely curious to see where they go with that. It can go Man. either way. Oh, any of it, I would yeah. be interested in. I also like him because he can t- definitely. You know, if you saw, have you ever seen American Psycho? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he can play that lean, like slender, mm-hmm. creepy look really, yeah. really well. Yeah. So the God Butcher. I don't hate for him either. Like yeah. I think that that is an excellent, excellent casting choice. So you, yeah. I'm curious to see Takiti, what they say. But with Takiti and his very bright side directing, mm-hmm. how do you get these two darker characters not to be too goofy? Because like Thor, this what was that? Thor Ragnarok was borderline goofy to me. Yeah, but it did was, just it definitely was on that that line. Like yeah. the comedic line, like mm-hmm. yeah. oh for sure. Like the that's way people I'm still upset it. the way they made Hulk, but they, that's a different story. But they had to combat war, the one with the elves, the second. Oh, uh, um, Thor two. Whatever Thor two, that was a bad movie. The worst Thor. Just go back and look at it. The one, I, yeah, the terrible one. Yeah, but they had to combat that, so they <laughs> combat it with comedy, with like yeah. making it extra funny. Oh, so for like, sure. I'm hoping that they don't have to overly, yeah, like yeah. comedicize it this time around. I mean, I would hope not. Yeah. Um, I also think that I'm I'm genuinely excited for um, what he can bring to that. But I think the one thing I'll push back on is if you've ever seen What We Do in the Shadows, that's a movie that that's a, a pot like a cult favorite that he mm-hmm. was in. I think if you can blend a little bit of darkness with a little bit of humor, mm-hmm. um, I think that that will be really really interesting. So what I think they could possibly do is. Christian Bale is your she, he's your Kate Blanchett. He's your dark, serious character that maybe doesn't have a lot of comedic moments, um, but then gives 
Thor and Jane Foster and others to maybe lighten the mood a little okay. bit. So, um, plus again, you want to lock him up as a serious actor in a serious role for, especially if it's Mephisto going forward, mm-hmm. that could have some implications for um, Doctor Strange, um, Multiverse of Madness, which the director just announced that he was backing out of that because that's a whole thing. But if you could lay the groundwork for his character there, then you do get your team up. But yeah. I think if there's an entry point somewhere, it makes a lot of sense. Makes and I'm a lot. on board for it. Especially so. if Christian Bale is... If, he's t- if that character that he's playing is tied into the rest of the MCU, Mephisto plays a huge role in the comics oh, and the sure. video games. And like he's the one behind the scenes on a lot mm-hmm. of those things. So oh, I yeah. think that... That's a good role for him to have. Well, that's your entry point for Ghost Rider. Yeah. Like, it opens up a ton of... The Darker Blade. It's going to introduce you to a lot of Dracula, like, to a lot of these characters. Yeah, it's going to have to. So, I'm super excited. So, Um, on more news that I have is just kind of... And this is maybe old news at this point in time, but the Golden Globes happened. Yeah. Um, They gave out awards for things... Um, Some highlights, just some people, some what people won and so on and so forth. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for Joker. Again, not not super surprised. Congratulations Mm -hmm. to him. Um, 1917 won Best Picture, which is that World War I movie. Didn't watch it. Um, I would see it. It's supposed to be really good. I don't want to see it. Okay. I wait for Red Bucks. Okay. Well, what, 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 not interested? War movies. Just, just not, your, not, 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 not my not thing. Your stick. War movies are not my thing. That's fair. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hollywood won Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Okay. I would see that. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I've heard good I heard things. it was really good, though. Yeah. Yeah, I heard the both of them. I heard both Brad Pitt and um, the other one. It's not George Clooney. No, it's is not. It, it's a. Uh, ooh, yep. You, you know what your name is. Yes, he does know what his name yep, is. Leonardo it. DiCaprio. Leo, yeah, Leo. Everyone listening to this is going to be disappointed Leo, that yeah. we couldn't come up with that. Listen, Leo, um, knows, Leo knows how famous not, he is. We're he not perfect. Um, best actress, actress in a drama, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Um, Taron Egerton, best actor in a comedy. Um, Aquafina won best actress in a comedy. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Director Sam Mendes for 1917, um, and Parasite won best picture for a foreign language. What is Par? Okay, that's Parasite's cool. that. Um, I think it's a South Korean horror film. Oh, okay. Um, but it's supposed to be really, really, really. Is it about well like diarrhea or drinking the wrong tequila? It is not about that. Oh, okay. It's actually about a tick who wants to be more than just a parasite. Believe it or not. Isn't that a movie? That's a comic book called The Tick. Oh, with Arthur. Okay. No? All right. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Yep. And that's <laughs> films with black and white. <laughs> and we had three episodes, and oh, now we're done. And now we're dead to it. Yep, dead air. Um, but, so that's, I mean, Golden Globes happened. Also, um, Oscar nominations got released. Um, people, yeah, jo- Joaquin got, like, Joker movie got, like, what, 13 nominations? 11. They led 11. nominations with 11. Jeez. Um, 1917 had 10 um, yeah, and there were, how mad do you think? Uh, who directed? Is that Christopher Nolan? Uh, Sam Mendes directed. Sam Mendes. Uh, how you 19th. think? He, how do you think? Uh, shows you I wasn't really, I wasn't really tuned in. He just said that he got nominated for a director. I he won, he won an award. He won, he won, he won, he won an award. Yeah, he won it was not just that he yes. was not. <laughs> Sorry, he wasn't just nominated, but he won. <laughs> he did, he and won I won still an don't award. know his name. Yeah. Um, but how mad do you think he is that he got lost to a comic book movie in nominations? Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter until you win. But here's what I'll say: I think that Joker is going to be the free pass that the Academy, I don't think that they, as much as you and I, and I think most of probably our listeners would attribute this to being a comedy, 
I don't think, I, or being a comic book movie, rather, excuse me, I, I don't think that they're going to, I don't think that they're going to. It's gonna, not a comic book movie, though. Yeah, you know? they're not going to, they're not going to call it that. Like, mm-hmm. they're, I think they're looking at this, and I think that that's kind of to the benefit of it being a standalone and not being tied in with other things, is he just told a really compelling story. Like, it was just really well done. And You know what my concern is? What? How bad is this moving forward? How many people will try to copycat or mimic oh, this? Oh, sure. Yeah. And then to that, not in a bad, and what makes it bad is... When you mimic this, then you no longer feed the fandom, and then you mm-hmm. try to overcompel by telling these deep. Or you start looking at the economics of it of being supply right. and demand, and people start going like, "Oh man, like they loved it. It won these many awards. Yeah. Um, now we're going to give them six more versions of it." And it's right. like, no, 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 no. I, I liked it because it was an outlier. Right. Right. I liked it because it was unique. Right. I don't. I don't necessarily need to consume every Batman villain's like struggle with their. They're Inner psychologically yeah. like um, if that's so, the case, make a movie about me. That'd be an interesting movie. No, no, no. What would that be? Somebody wants to see that. Who, do, you who would know? play you? Who would play me? Yeah, Keenan. <laughs> you want Keenan Thompson to play yeah. you? Big black guy or Rick Ross? I would love to see a Rick Ross uh, a, a a movie called. Never Ross. offended, always humble. Wow. Uh, never offended, always humble. The Marcus Destin story, starring Rick, starring Rick, Rick, Rick Ross. Ross. I have the end of every trailer. He is. Oh, oh. Yeah, love to see that. Yeah, to be awesome. The boss, Rick Ross. The boss. Um. So, Oscar picture, um, best picture, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Parasite, 1917. That's kind of what it looks like. I, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I think those are all good movies. Um, I don't think I could predict a winner at this point in time as no. far as who I think will walk away with it. I think it's anybody's game. I think, if anything, there are just certain movies that I don't think that should get it. Like Ford versus Ferrari, I don't know if I would have a problem with it. I just I don't know if I'm super interested in it winning. What did they get nominated for? Best Picture. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they could have uploaded that to Netflix. Yeah, and just that's, made a documentary yeah. that way. Yeah. Well, I mean that they all they also got in trouble. Oscar got in trouble for not being as diverse with their well, it's, options. I mean, year year what infinity for that one? Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, they said that there were a pun. I mean, again, according to the according to the boards, um, according to people across the Twitter sphere and social media and the news, I mean, there were a lot of really high quality. Um, diverse directors mm-hmm. there were a lot of high quality female directors right. that were just missing from the conversation and i mean i yeah I, I i don't know i don't try to weigh in on that too much i think we can always find a reason i mean these are awards so do ward do do awards and award ceremonies need to be representative of our population or is it merely a vessel to communicate what a mysterious group of people defines as good art like and and should we put too much weight and too much concern in what this random committee of people believes is good art but i think it's yeah i mean i mean i think it's a matter of then that yes it matters because then you're saying that the diverse works are not good art yeah and so then that's that's i think that that's the underlying problem now i'm not saying go and nominate every single movie that has a diverse like director or right. photographer, so like whatever, but like at least view the whole spectrum and give a sure. clear cut um, word play by play of like a rubric of this is how for we sure. judge things and this is what we look for. What I'd be interested in is seeing. Give me a year where the Oscars goes to the 
Twitter, Twitter world goes to Facebook, user social media goes to the world yeah. and tells you, you nominate your favorite movies oh, and tell us to either watch it or you nominate your favorite movies based off of this rubric, yeah. who should be here? Right. And I want to see how many unknowns we would get, how many movies that are not Leonardo DiCaprio field, that are not Marvel movies, these, these big, 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 big names, yeah. how many of those don't get elected like to win? Based off yeah. of like, if we really get a wider scope, I don't know if that's a way to do it, but I'd be interested to see if you hand over the wheel to the, the world and say, since we're not getting it right, since you feel that we're not getting it right, help us get it right. Help us get right. it right. Yeah. And I think that that's why people are excited about things like Marriage Story and Parasite is because they have big names in them, like Scarlett Johansson's mm-hmm. in a Marriage Story. I didn't find that film appellate. Completely. But I think that there's something to be said for they flew under the radar. I mean, okay. we were all going to know about Ford versus Ferrari and right. shit. We couldn't ignore the Irishman. Um, Three hours. Uh, couldn't ignore the Irishman. Um, but and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was everywhere. 1917 has been, I mean, they're kind of middle as far as what's been marketed, but Marriage Story, Parasite, um, and Jojo Rabbit all flew under the radar. Mm. So I'm genuinely curious to see who wins and, and how that thinks. But I, I, yeah, I think that there's something to be said for, does the Academy need to now involve more people um, or involve the public? Um, or is that too large a task? Are, are, are movies much like books? People like them because they like them regardless of what other people say and is mm-hmm. that too hard? But I definitely see your point and agree with, you know, if we're gonna be evaluating art, we need to make sure the art is, we're including people into that space that aren't usually included, right? Um, and don't, but don't force it. And that's the other thing is that how do you do that? To, but making it sound genuine, right? Um, and I think that's a, like that need for transparency. Then, mm-hmm. like, obviously, you need to release the rubric. Like, how do you select your or movies? show us who's on the board? Right. Well, the, well, maybe it needs to be a blind test because right. I don't need to see who's on the board. Yeah. But give me a rubric. I would hope that your board is diversified in various ways outside of just sure. the the diversity we can see with our eyes. But like, you know, I would hope that. Your board is diverse enough in taste, in in requirements, in whatever, yeah. that when you look at these films, are these really all films that, you know, when it comes to the Oscars, are these personal favorites or are these we feel we represent the people and these are what we feel the people would like and you should go see? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I would love to see... I'd love to just get a glimpse behind the scene on that. Yeah. There's a really good Netflix documentary that kind of does the same behind the scenes thing. It's set for the Motion Picture Association of oh, okay. America. So the people that give out ratings called This Film Is Not Yet Rated. Um, really well done, actually. Really, really kind of interested to see. Um, it's a good movie. I recommend it to anybody who's listening because it's, it's definitely a... If you think that it's as simple as movies are given an R rating because of this, this, and this, mm-hmm. or and PG-13, it's it's not that simple. There's a little bit more to it than that. So Sounds right. Other news you have? I mean... Just like rapid fire, Avatar released some concept art. Yep. Don't really care about it. You waited too long. Um, so there's that. But <laughs> yeah, it'll probably hard... replace Endgame as the biggest movie once I it comes have out. a hard... I, I, okay, real talk. I have a hard time getting excited about another Avatar movie. I, it's You waited too long. Right. The I, first I, one was like, we overplayed and rewatched it a, a thousand times. But like, no. It's interesting. It's interesting looking back on it now and thinking like how big of a deal people like kind of what you were saying, like how big of a deal people thought Avatar was, but how not a big deal it it is now. Right. Like the staying power of that movie. 
it was just not that great. And I'm looking and thinking back on the story, and to be honest with you, this story really isn't, I mean, I'm not saying it's not impressive, but there's just not anything that I'm like, well, let's pop that one back mm-hmm. in and, and watch that one again. Yeah, so the, I, Yeah, I'm not interested. I, I have a hard time getting excited about the next Avatar. And the, well, you're doing three, four, five, six. I, I just don't. Did that's we not need an ad- Avatar world? Nope. Right. Not at all. Don't yeah. give me an Avatar cinematic universe. Sorry, right. guy. Um, but some of the other things was Marvel Studios. Have, they regained the full rights to Hulk and Namor. Okay. So they're probably going to be making some more Hulk movies soon. I've heard that. Introducing Namor. I've heard that they were introducing Namor through Black Panther. That was one That's of the rumors. Been a rumor. But then they also said Doctor Doom would be introduced. That was the other rumor as well. So On board we'll for see that how as that well. goes. Yeah, well, was, as long as you get the right actor. Yeah. And then um, the Netflix, um, Netflix Defender series development. So 2020 is here, which I think was the expiration for those Netflix film like the Netflix shows Daredevil yeah um, Luke Cage all of that stuff it said that Marvel Marvel will be developing like their own they're going to redevelop the Defender series so basically Luke Cage and all that Punisher Daredevil yeah and they're going to start with Punisher and Daredevil sure um, to kind of re-release this rollout probably on Disney Plus and like they're going to they say oh you love that great wait till we make a comeback revamp some of these stories and and that probably the Netflix canon probably won't exist which yeah, I think I mean, they're going to have to rewrite that. Yeah, they're going to have to rewrite that. Absolutely. So, um, and so long as they keep John Barenthal as Punisher, yeah, that's my one or expectation Wolverine. for that going forward. Yes, we could also have him as Wolverine. I'd prefer him to stay in Punisher, but you could have him there. And so long as you keep the the gentleman who played um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. I agree. Um, yeah, he, he. I think they both were like on the nose. I think they both did an excellent job with it. I think Iron Fist, you you kind of toss out the window. Jessica Jones, maybe we don't reintroduce that. Yeah. I know that may be an unpopular opinion with some, but I, there's nothing. I never even watched the second season. There was just something yeah. about it. I thought I, I just had a hard time getting behind the stakes of the second movie, the second like um, season versus the first season. The first season, the stakes were really really high, mm. and I, I I could get on board for it. I'm wondering what the stakes are for the second mm. season, so I never really dove into it. Um, Luke Cage needs to be tossed out, I think, and started over. And I think if we can pretend like the second season didn't happen, that would be great. You know, I, I wonder, I, I agree with you. Go back to first season Luke Cage because yep. that's why we fell in love. But um, second season, your villain was really, really good yeah. and overshadowed your hero. Yeah. Um, just in a matter of like at the end of it, I was wishing that, man, I wish this guy would just whoop Luke Cage's ass. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, he had a more compelling story than what Luke did. I understand that the season got canceled midway yeah and so like you didn't really get to complete your story right but the way that you ended the way that it ended whether you knew it or not before or before or after this news was dropped it just kind of left me at a point of like i feel like luke didn't make a lot of good decisions first of all killing cottonmouth terrible decision you should have kept him on and he could have been a reoccurring oh Um, i would have loved that i would have loved that too and then combining him with the second so they've done well with their villains yeah, they're just their hero has not been highlighted well. Yeah, so no, I don't know if that's the actor or if that's and they kind else. of made that. I mean, they kind of like lured you into falling in love with the hero, only for him to kind of set himself up as the villain at the end. And mm-hmm. but I, but I was so invested in him as a hero that when he turned. I wasn't really so excited. Yeah, he turned in two seasons. Right. And I feel yeah. like as a black man, you just said, oh, I just gave him some power. Now I'm about to, you know, I'm about to do the things. Like, I don't know. That's kind of, that's yeah. kind of uh, whatever, but. Yeah, I, we'll I kind of am curious about that as well. So, 
Um, but that's I'm on board. I'm, I'm I don't have any issues with it. I mean, and this comes with other news. I think maybe they might wait to see how the other series on Netflix, um, how they play out. So doing the Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, doing She-Hulk, and doing yeah. Moon Knight, they could see how those play out before they go forward with it. But it, it'd be really, really interesting to kind of see what they do with it. Did so. you see who they wanted to play She-Hulk? Um, the lady from The Mandalorian. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I behind that. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that at all. I don't, need, I don't need my She-Hulk to be some deep actress. Like, you know, I like, you know, if you're, she was a good actress in The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and she carried the role She was a little well. flat at times, but I didn't, it wasn't so bad that I was like, get her out of here. Yeah. Like, she was fine. Yeah. So I think you yeah. just give her a little bit more oomph mm-hmm. and you send her on her way. Yeah. Like, Body wise, she's like, I don't know, she like, I don't know. She, I don't know. She looks like she was a UFC fighter, That's but I don't I know thinking, anything about yeah, her. A former wrestler or something like that, but anyway. I just think that body-wise, you have her in this bulked-up role. You can kind of hide it in these big lawyer clothes, like, and then have her Hulk out, and and that's what the, you know what I'm saying. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm on board for it. So. Um, the actress that played her is Gina Carano. Gina Carano, and Gina Carano. Um, she was. She was an MMA. Ah, she was an yeah, MMA. Yeah. She was an MMA fighter. Yeah, so she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she was in. Oh, she was in Deadpool. She was in Fast and Furious Six. She was in Deadpool. She was in Deadpool. She was in Fast and Furious Six. So yeah, on board. Yeah, I think that that's a good fit. I, I think she's it. got some acting chops um, to be able to share that and, and do a good job with it. So curious to see what they do. Yeah. Anything else that you have? Last one is like during the Obi. We all know Obi Wan. The Obi Wan Kenobi film is coming on Disney Plus. Um, I mean the story, um, but they are casting a young actor and young actress to portray Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa. Okay. So that will be a part of that little story. Sure. Um, and so rumor on the there. street is is this is gonna be Obi Wan Kenobi just bailing Luke's ass out of shit. Probably. Like As he fell into quicksand again. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> Probably like, busting out a lightsaber. Just a Jesus. I'm just going to feed them to you uh, next time. Teach you how to tie your shoes. What did I tell you? Keep yeah. your damn land speeder out of my lawn. <laughs> like, I'd love to see old man Kenobi old, just pissed at old ben. every light light frisbee that makes it over the fence. I keep it now. Like, it, I'd love it, to see it's mine. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if you don't have anything else, um, let's run down what, what comes out in theaters this week. Um, yeah. Bad Boys for Life comes out this week. Yeah. Um, so we'll be able to see our friends from the Bad Boys franchise. Um, see would you like to know my deep dark secret? Yes. I have not seen a single one of those movies. Well, now you have to watch it. I guess I'm going to have to. Instead of Underwater, we maybe we should go see Bad Boys. I have not seen any of them. Yeah, and they're on Netflix. Okay. Well, yeah. then I might there I might have to do that. Indulge in one tonight. Yep. And then indulge in two tomorrow. I will have to see what I do with that. Yeah. Um, Doolittle comes out this week. Robert Towney Jr.'s first role after Iron Man. Is Doctor Doolittle? Boo! So bring back Eddie Murphy. Wrap in with that. Yeah, I don't think we needed a new Doolittle. Not no. At least don't give me the one in 1960 sailing on the boat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want. I don't like that. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I don't know how many times I can see an actor's an actor playing an ostrich for me to be like, oh, this is unique and yeah, funny. I'm this on board is the, for this. This is the one. I also you know what? I, that risk they took with the talking gorilla. That orangutan? G- genius. Actress of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. No. Get me a best picture nomination Nobody for him. It feel, you know what it feels like? Doolittle feels like what it looks like, rather, because I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But Doolittle feels like Sherlock Holmes talking to animals. 
Oh, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. So, like, I don't know And I like I Sherlock Holmes. I just yes. don't want him to talk to animals. No, I don't want that. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, interested. No. Where is Sherlock Holmes 3? That's and my I, question. And so I took my son to see Frozen 2 a few weeks ago, and they had a trailer for this, and it was the full trailer for it. And apparently there's a goddamn dragon in Doolittle, uh, and I don't know what is his Lucia? role is, but it's weird. So um, I'm just not super interested in that. So, oh, anyway, um, there's a mysterious phone ringing from ring somewhere. We're not exactly sure where I think our is. FBI agent is listening to the podcast. <laughs> telling us to stop. Um, and then, yeah, so those are the big ones that are coming out this week. So, if you have time, check those out. Um, so, um, I think this is probably a good opportunity for us to see, and you kind of already gave it away, mm-hmm. but movie we're seeing for, what is this? Episode 4, a new podcast. A new podcast. We will be doing... Underwater. Underwater. And underwater is. I'm telling you now, I, I have low expectations for this. Oh, show. I. The abs- lowest. I absolutely the lowest. have low expectations um, for this. Um, just to kind of give you an idea, um, it is like an action adventure sort of movie that takes place underwater. The Rotten Tomatoes synopsis before we see it is a crew of underwater researchers must scramble to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. Um, so walking in the deep deep sea, um, it stars Kristen Stewart. Jesus. So that's either good or bad, it's depending Kristen on which. Kristen Stewart is in this. Yes, this is just Twilight underwater. Oh my! Whoa. Well, at least it's in the dark, so she can't sparkle. I'm so glad this will be a free movie. I, I'm yeah. so disgusted. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, this. we've already announced it, so now we have to. There's no backing out we now. just watch Bad Boys. This is why I'm giving my black ass not reading synopsis. Well, that's what we're doing. So, And maybe Bad Boys can be the next one after that. Or how about this? All right, folks listening, you all take to Twitter and you tell us which one we should see. Which means you have to listen. Which means you have to listen to this. So you tweet at us. We're at Films in B and W. So it's Films, F-I-L-M-S. N I N B underscore W. Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, yep, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, tweet at us. Let us know. You want us yep. to see underwater? See something that has Kristen Stewart and could potentially be terrible? Oh, or do you want us to see uh, bad, boys, bad Boys? Bad Boys. Uh, I, I don't have a dog in the fight, but however, I'm a man who sticks to my word, and we've said underwater. So we did. As we're we're going to see underwater. We're saying underwater. But if people take to Twitter, Tell us that we should see something different. Let us know. We'll or put tell a poll us what out. you want to see. Right. What you want us to watch. Even better. Tell us what you want to watch. Before so. you spend that money on a movie ticket for your, you and your family, send us a sacrificial lambs. Yeah. We'll go in there and we'll watch the film until you what this is. your name. Yeah. yeah. If you're not sure, hey, Doug, tell us how underwater is. Yeah. All right. I'll see it. Guess what? It's terrible. It's terrible. Like, don't, <laughs> it's terrible. don't watch it. Don't even wait for the red, fo- red box. Just right. burn the red box down. <laughs> Box down. Just burn it. Yeah. I don't think our local high V would appreciate No, probably not. Fire. Probably not. Can you imagine the headline? In the news, <laughs> local college administrator and student set fire to Redbox over the movie Underwater. Yeah, isn't that ironic? <laughs> Gotta get fire beats water. Yep. That's it's a very good very good does no, it? Think, no, just no. not. I think water enough, puts enough fire evaporated, but what a, you know, I don't know. Look, we're not scientists. scientists okay? I'm a communication we'll leave that to the major. nerds to yeah. figure out. Yeah, we'll, be, nerds. we'll be nerds for Hey, movies. nerds, let us know what beats fire. <laughs> Tweet <laughs> us and let us know. Uh-huh. Um, Simple science. Yep. Cool. Uh, anything else that you have? 
Enjoy yourselves. Yep, we enjoy yourselves. Here. Be good to one another. Stay warm. It's cold where we're at. Enjoy uh, that intro song. Yep. As always, please make sure that you subscribe and listen. We are on Breaker. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Overcast. We're on Pocket Casts. Radio Public, Spotify. Um, again, appreciate it if you check us out. Um, any love you can send our way, we'd be greatly appreciated. Um, we like doing this, and we hope you all like it too. So, anyway, uh, that's all we got. And yeah, stay good to one another. There you go. That's the phone in the safe. <laughs>